Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Mostly Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. Now, I'm not one that's in for the holiday movies. Uh, Not that much. I mean, I've seen all the traditional ones, but I'm not that big of of a Christmas movie person. I mean, they all pretty much follow that same formula. The same with romance movies, which is why I'm really not into those either. Uh, there's always some lesson being learned with some type of uh, character arc um, where they do this 180 and, you know, they're all of a sudden they're, they're great people. Now, I like things that are more off the beaten path. So I like the more non-traditional type uh, Christmas movies or holiday movies, I should say. And um, by non-traditional, let me give you some examples. I mean, a movie like Bad Santa starring uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Tony Cox, where there is a lesson being learned. Uh, they get there in a way you don't really think they're going to get there. Uh, it's a really dark comedy. It has some unexpected twists and turns with the way they did the narrative. And they didn't manufacture that huge 180 redemption character arc that all these holiday movies always have, which is definitely a more realistic way to go. People don't just turn around and go the other way uh, in a short amount of time like that. Or something like Krampus, which is a horror movie that had the same lessons and themes intact. And it ends with a bit of a twist that you really don't uh, expect or see coming. Um, and now these next two might be a little controversial, but they're on my list. Uh, they're definitely non-traditional uh, Christmas movies, one being Die Hard. Uh, yes, Die Hard with Bruce Willis. That is a Christmas movie, and I stand by that. And um, Eddie Murphy in Trading Places. Probably forgot about that one. That's an older movie. Uh, but Trading Places takes, you know, it's a Christmas movie. It takes place during the Christmas season, and there are lessons being learned in both of those movies. Now... They're in the background, and it's not the focus or the point of the of the movie, which is what most of these holiday movies are. Is the focus and the point is the lesson. In those two movies, it's not the point. And if you get the lesson, that's cool. But if you don't, what you have in Die Hard is an excellent action movie, and what you have in Trading Places was an excellent uh, comedy vehicle for Eddie Murphy. So. Either way, those are still Christmas movies. We can debate that later. <laughs> so um, when I say non-traditional, I really do mean non-traditional. Well, in today's episode, we have another movie that might qualify in that non-traditional uh, category and has a lot in common with a couple of other movies I already mentioned and one other one I haven't, but I'll get to that later. Uh, this one is called Violent Night which initially to me sounded like a horror movie, but it's actually a holiday action comedy starring David Harbour and John Leguizama. Uh, So, uh, yeah, so what is this one about? Well, we start out with a man dressed as Santa drinking in a bar on Christmas Eve. And he is getting, like, blasted. Uh, And he's a bit discouraged by the way the world has changed, you know, around the Christmas holiday, and is more so just doing this going through the motions. And this really isn't a spoiler. He turns out to be the real Santa Claus. So we have him that night, a little discouraged, doing his thing. Uh, then we you know, jump to this couple who appear to be having some kind of issue or strained relationship. Looks like they're going to you know, break up. 
but even though they're having these problems, they agree to take their daughter uh, to spend time with his side of the family to see grandma and spend time over there at this lavish estate. Um, but these don't really appear to be the nicest people attending this function. Um, don't get into any of that. Uh, but before dinner and the things, you know, are going through the motions of dinner and all that stuff. These guys break in. There's this heist that was planned and they take the whole family hostage and the intruders are there to get uh, certain things, spoiler free. And uh, just so happens, Santa shows up and he finds himself caught right in the middle of all this madness. And, and pretty much, yeah, that's where I'll stop. Because from there, all Santa wants to do is get out of there and wants to stay out of the whole situation. But he's drawn into the fray by this little girl who just might help him restore his faith in the Christmas spirit. So what did the pros think? Well, they came in at a solid 70% on 124 reviews with the audience at a very impressed 89% or over 250 reviews on the rotten scale. And what did I think? Well, let me start with these positives. Now, if you're going to pull this kind of movie off, you have to have a strong lead, uh, believable lead. And David uh, was excellent as the uh, drunk Santa that is clearly burned out and doesn't want to disappoint all the kids that actually need him. So even though he has given up, and doesn't really want to do the job anymore, or he doesn't have the same joy about the job, he still doesn't uh, have it in his heart to uh, disappoint all these children. Now, the second part of this is the little girl who is cute, and she does a good job for the most part, but we'll talk about her a little bit more later. And I talk a lot about movie logic versus reality. I mean, if we can even talk about reality here because, you know, it's a fake character. So, sorry, kids. Santa isn't real. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, but anyway. You might be wondering how is it that Santa is this action hero? And they actually explain that. Now, they don't go super deep, but they do give you enough background to go on. And they made it make sense. So, you can just go with it and, you know, leave that part of it alone. Now, there's some genuine laughs here for a comedy. Yeah, it was funny. I did laugh out loud a few times. Uh, but the action was way more intense than I expected. And it started out more on the lighthearted side, enough with, you know, not too much blood and things. But then by the third act, things got really violent and really bloody. So it lived up uh, to its name, uh, which was a pleasant surprise for me. But I'm warning you guys out there who don't like that sort of thing. I mean, there are some pretty gruesome kills in here. Now, the story itself is fine. It hits all the notes of both the, you know, the action movie and the Christmas parts where the lesson is learned. And, you know, it like ends in the way you think it's going to end. Um, but that's where my negatives are going to start. This movie borrows too much from other movies to make it feel like an original product. In fact, it borrows heavily from three movies specifically. Uh, the whole action and the setup, that's all Die Hard. Uh, an unexpected guest they didn't plan on comes in and throws a wrench in the heist, which is, you know, what Die Hard was. They even have the little girl communicating, him, communicating with him on a walkie-talkie, just like McLean and the officer did. Uh, same thing. Um, 
Then, you know, I mentioned Bad Santa earlier with the dark comedy portion of it, and that he's a drunk, and the jokes are all on the darker side of things with the violence and everything. And there's a lot of one-liners that you will actually envision. Think about Christmas and all the lump of coal and you've been naughty and those kind of one-liners, all the cliche stuff. You can probably rattle them off in your head. And, yeah, that gets a little old. Oh, and, and finally, there's a whole section that's just home alone uh, where the little girl made all these traps. And that actually got way more violent than I anticipated as well. And, um, and yeah, there's no way this little girl did any of that. Uh, they set it up by saying she just watched Home Alone the night before. And we're in Home Alone. You can see Macaulay Culkin and his character. And he was a, a mischievous boy, very devious and clever. And I could buy that he would make, you know, have to know how to make these traps in that movie universe. Now, this little girl, she's this dainty little princess. She didn't come off as capable of doing any of the stuff or making any of these traps that they had her making uh, in this movie. It's all a bit over the top on that part of it. But I guess maybe they were, like, paying homage or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, it just, yeah, I didn't buy that section of it at all. Oh, and I said she was good for the most part, which I stand by, but she was still a little bit uneven and brought some of the scenes down for me, but her good outweighed the bad, so it's not a huge negative. And finally, it's too long. I mean, this is another one where they could have cut a good 15 minutes out of this. I mean, we didn't really need to see all the trips that Santa made in this movie. We didn't need to have certain conversations with the family. They went on for too long. There were sections with the criminals where they thought they were being funny, but they really weren't. So certain things just went on too long and they really should have tightened it up. This really is a, a 90 minute movie that almost runs for two hours. So yeah, but I don't want to beat this one up too much. Did I enjoy it? And uh, yeah, I'm going to say yes, I did. I'll put this one right at a 72% to stay consistent on the rotten scale. Uh, equal parts comedy and action. Uh, they took the best parts of three very different movies and kind of made them work. Uh, the results very entertaining. However, simply taking three movies and mashing them up together doesn't make it very original. It's very formulaic. Uh, it's straightforward. Doesn't add anything new to the movies that they borrowed from. Uh, but again, the bottom line is, was I entertained? And yes, I was entertained. This is a nice little entry into the holiday genre. If you're into the non-traditional um, Christmas movies like I am. Now, with that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. If this is your first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Pod Bean production, mostly low-budget movie reviews with Clarence, up on all streaming platforms, wherever you get your podcasts or listen to your music. And yes, I will be back again this weekend with another uh, review. There are some things in the top 10 on Netflix that I need to check out, and I'm not quite sure which one I'm going to do yet, um, but... I'm most likely going to do a movie in the top three. So go ahead and go to your Netflix uh, queue and see what's in the top three. And it will be one of those movies. But which one? Well, you're going to have to come back and uh, listen to the next episode to find out. Uh, thank you once again. I greatly appreciate it. And I will see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs>